And I'm Dan. It's after work. Where we talk about things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like what? Oh, man. It's a nice job, but it's a cold job. How could you have forgot already? You're still thinking about it? I I stand in front of a net all day long. Mm -hmm. People come, come at me, bro. And they swing their sticks and they try and shoot stuff to hit the back of that net. And I'm like, no can do. This net is an off-limits zone. Hmm. And I'm like, snatch, out of the air, snatch, out of the air, snatch, 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 not getting in there. Oops, that one got past me. Uh oh. And then there's a big horn, goes, and a red light flashes behind you. I'm sorry, I can't talk about that. That's from a Darren Work podcast. Hey, Dan, how are you? I'm I'm great. Hey. So good. What's up? My uh, sister-in-law came to town Mm -hmm. from New York City, New York City, where they- Get a rope. Make, uh, <laughs> where they make subpar salsa. That's a joke about hanging somebody for making, for being from New York. And making subpar and enjoying subpar salsa. Yeah. So, uh, she's in town and she said, hey, to my wife's other siblings, let's all get together Saturday night and let's go do some stuff. Let's hang out. I've talked about this before, you know, how I, have never taken a, a January off drinking, but this was my first January off drinking. Really? Because there's an empty bottle right here. I wasn't drinking that bottle. Because, uh... I mean, it looked delicious while I watched somebody drink it. Well, I guess it does say 2021. That must have been a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, it just keeps... They're just... Every month, besides this month, you know, one thing in the month, this month... I'm not drinking alcohol every, yeah, two, three times a week. People are like, hey, you want some booze? I'll give it to you. I got it right here. You want it? On me. And I'm like, ah, why am I doing this? What am I doing? Okay, but that probably means I have a problem, right? Or maybe next year, if, February. Off. If you feel like it means you have a problem. No. I just you don't do. like missing out on free things. Yeah. You like a deal. I like, I'm a, I, you know, I like a deal. And, you know, but so we missed out. We were out with some friends and for dinner on Saturday night. So we couldn't meet up with them for dinner, but we met up after, dropped off the kids at home. Grandma was over here watching them, put them to bed, whatever. And uh, my brother-in-law's like, hey, where's a place on Division Street, which is where we were planning on meeting, that has fun activities, fun games, Things of that nature. Okay. And I immediately thought of this place called Tom's Bar. Oh, It's, okay. it's a on, local. Uh, it's Cesar a, Chavez Boulevard? It's a, no. Uh, it's uh, 39th Avenue if you're a Portland uh, local. If, I, if you're a long-time Portland. They tried changing the name of the street to Cesar Chavez Boulevard, but not to me. It's always, Cesar E. Chavez. It's always 39th Avenue to me in my heart. But Tom's Bar. Yeah. How can a street go from Avenue to Boulevard? It doesn't make sense. It's impossible. Uh, but this place was a hit, man. They got pool tables in there. I think they had like a couple pinball machines. They had like the ski ball. They had a couple ski ball machines. Ski bowl? Ski bowl? Ski ball? Huh? Is it? Ski bowl is up on Mount Hood. And that's oh, a ski ball. 
Skee ball. You know, where you throw the thing and you try yeah. to make points in the little thing. Yeah. So I'm hanging out with all my drunkard relatives. I guess I got to be the designated driver. Okay. Which was pretty nice. I was eating, drinking some soda, eating some, eating some, uh, some tasty stuff, some snacks, playing some skee ball. Turns out sober Brooks is better at skee ball than the non sober Brooks. Had a fun time there. Got to see some, another friend that, uh, usually shows up Sorry. when my sister-in-law comes in, comes to town cause he wants to hang out as well. And after that, you know, we're all old and we have kids and stuff. Called it a night. Well, turned other, into a pumpkin. The other, the other folks called it a night about nine thirty, and my wife's like, "We should go somewhere else." Right down the street, there's this pie shop. Pie called Loretta Jeans. It's no. on Thirty Fourth and Division for you Portland locals. That's five blocks away. Yeah, just right down the road. So hopped in the car because I could. If I was drinking, I would walk there. You know. Okay. That's why I like Division because there's like you can just. It's, I can sober you up. It's about it's about a mile from my house, this street, Division Street, and it's got all sorts of restaurants, bars. What does it divide, really? It, divide, it divides Portland from, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Division Street. I used to be back in the day. Only certain people could live on the other side of this street. Oh, yeah. We don't like to talk about that though. But Loretta Jeans. So I went there with my wife and her sister. We got three different kinds of pies. Here's the great part: three pies, three slices of pies. They sell pie by the slice there. Okay. We got a salted honey pie. What? What? What, what flavor is it? It's honey flavored salt it's it looks like pumpkin pie okay but it's honey and then it had like salt salt like on top some sort of honey custard must be i think okay. it's some sort of but that was like amazing oh. like it just just melts in your mouth and an explosion of delicious flavors got a coconut cream pie yeah that's a good one and a chocolate Wait a minute. That wasn't even a, the the third thing. wasn't even a pie. It was like one of those chocolate melted uh, mousse things, like a, their circle and the a lava, melted like mousse? a lava. Oh, lava cake. Yeah, one of those. So since it's the three of us, we just what wait. We who's the third person? Jamie's sister. Okay, go ahead. Jamie, Jamie's sister, Lizzie, and myself. And then we just you know take a couple bites, pass that pie. And then just keep passing that pie until it was all gone. We, of course, you know, I got. So you made out like a bandit. I made out like a bandit. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that was it. Then so, I got home and I was, you know, pretty, pretty full from all that sweet, sweet pie. How close? Although I was, oh man, I probably shouldn't have driven. I I was, <laughs> I was rolling. My, my blood sugar level. Yeah. Yes, it was. Below, above 0.08. You're, I'll tell you what. You're blown type 2 diabetic. Oh, I was getting close there. <laughs> um, how close is honey pie to creme brulee? Creme brulee has that. Uh, like a vanilla custard with a crust on top. They mm. burn with a it's torch. It's like more. There's never enough creme brulee. Okay. 
So this is like the thickness yeah. of a pumpkin pie instead of like yeah, yeah. three quarters of an inch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, anyways, check out if you can find it. Hunt Salted Honey Pie. Also, Sounds good. nine o'clock on a Saturday when it's cold, there's a huge line at Salt and Straw still. Overrated. Overrated. And you know what? I learned my lesson. Go there at 10 a.m. And there's nobody in line getting ice cream. Yeah. Right when they open. That's like saying <laughs> I go to the bar at 9 in the morning and I get my order right away before all the other people get there. You know, the drunkards. Yeah. I drink early. Uh, I'm not. I don't abuse alcohol. I just like to not wait in line. So I just get there 730 when the bar is open. Do you abuse ice cream? Maybe. You shut your mouth. Because... You know, it sounds like you're planning ahead. Salt and straw abuses ice cream, I say. (laughs) I know they think it's cool to add vinegar to ice cream. Oh, that is abuse. But come on, guys. Stay down. It's disgusting. Vinegar is disgusting. It's not for ice cream. It's only for, like, cleaning floors, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Wait, what? What else would you use vinegar for? I don't even know. Mm. It's just, like, wine that went bad. Yeah. Hey, Dan. Oh, hey. Uh, but it was a great night. We got any emails, man? It's been a while. Oh, been a while. Yeah, email. Since we've had an email, I guess it was last week when we had one. It's been a while. But I still remember just the, the email to email. After it's work pod. After work pod at gmail.com. Been a while. Hey, Dan. Am I late? No. Never too late for us. Who is that? Andy? Andy, is that you? It's Andy. Yes. Hey, the Andy. One, the, actually, not the one and only Andy that's ever emailed our show, but. Oh, yeah, we did have a... The other one spells it with an I or two at the end. And that and that was like years ago. Well, this is an original email. Um, gentlemen, I just got back from bringing my oldest daughter home from college. She's going overseas in about two weeks. Overseas. Ooh. The drive home was terrible. Awful visibility. Really stupid other drivers. I'm going to bed. There you go. Andy. Yeah. His daughter's taken off to New Zealand. New Zedland. And she's, and from what I remember, she's missing out on a season. Oh, spring. She's she's missing out on spring. That's what I heard. Yep. How did I hear this? I don't know. (laughs) Who could know? Well, that's cool and a little sad. So hopefully you get to enjoy this next two weeks with your daughter before you send her a whole planet away. Worlds apart. Maybe you can get to go visit, Andy. Miles from anywhere. Go visit. Pack. Just go say you got to chaperone her there. Throw some cheese and meat in a bag and head out on a journey to a mountain. And eventually you'll end up in New Zealand. Throw, yeah. Hitch a ride with some giant eagles. 
Oh, man. But make sure they don't take you all the way to the top of the mountain that you're trying to reach because that would be ridiculous. Yeah, why Have didn't them those drop eagles... you off very far away so you can still walk a long ways. Yeah, why didn't the eagles bring them all the way to the end? Probably because they didn't want to get shot down by orcs. Oh. I Fly mean, high. I got answers. Fly high. I got answers. Okay, what about the stick guys that they also... What about the the all-seeing eye? What's it? Are they imps? The the tree folks? Ent. Ents. Okay. I gotta watch The Lord of the Rings again, man. Yeah, they didn't want to get apples thrown at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's uh, thanks for the email, Andy. If yeah, sorry about those terrible drivers, and sorry to hear about those Buffalo Bills. Anyway, that's sad. They lost on home turf... Well, nope. Actually not. Not on home turf? They were at a neutral site because of the way that the season went down. They were the home team. And then it started snowing. It was snowing pretty severe. Yeah. The visibility was terrible. And the other players, awful. That's what I hear. (laughs) Wait a minute. Sounds like (laughs) Andy's trip was a lot like that Bill's game. Yeah. Uh huh. And he just went to bed after. And then he just went to bed. He's like, oh, I'm done with this. Jeez. Yeah. Well, Dan, what have you been up to, man? I got to go to a Portland Winterhawks game, which is a junior hockey team in the WHL. What's WHL? I don't know. But HL is Hockey League. I don't know what the W stands for. Is, uh, not very many people know this, but Portland has a great, right? Great. Junior Hockey League, I feel like they oh. won like the the so, championship three times in the last five years. So they did have a back to back to back to back four times. That was four with the co- the current coach that they have, who for a period of time left Portland to go to the NHL and then summarily was sent, sent back. back after he. <laughs> Did terribly, himself, obviously. And then they were like, mm, you should be over here. Maybe you just stay here. You know, I mean, I like it. We're like the second biggest market of where these teams are from. Most of them are from Canada. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got Seattle, Portland. Maybe there's a Spokane even. But then like the rest of them are up. You know, who knows where Red Hook is? I don't know. Or Sounds fun, Red though. Deer, which I think was the team that we were playing. Okay. So what was it? I've never been to a hockey game. Oh. Never ever. Uh, never have I ever? Well, all I know is once a year, I feel like close to Christmas or you can bring teddy, bear? teddy bears and then you throw them onto the ice. The teddy bear toss? Yeah. And then the whole ice is just filled with teddy bears, and then they donate them to pretty clo- charity. Pretty close to Christmas or New Year's. Yeah, this was not that. Um, but we – so remember I told you we got to go to the Blazer game, mm-hmm. and uh, we were in the literal last row yeah. in the back corner. Well, at the Winterhawks game, we were in row A in seats one and two. Wow. Now, you'd think... Is that against the glass? You'd think we were on the glass, but there's actually a, a whole another, like, 10 rows of chair folding chairs in front of us. Okay. So, excuse me. We were the last row of actual, like, stadium seating, mm-hmm. which 
we were in the Veterans Memorial Coliseum, which is right next to the Moda Center, a.k.a. the Rose Garden Arena. Where the Blazers were playing. Where the Blazers won their championship in 1977. Is the Memorial Coliseum. Is, is the, the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So we have these two stadiums in Portland, like literally right next to each other. Yep. Um, and we were at the smaller one. It's like capacity is like 13,000 or something like that. And it was probably 60% full. Is that something like... Uh... I mean, is it usually full? Was this a down night? Do you know? No, this is probably about normal. Were I, the tickets reasonably? They priced? were reasonably priced. We, it, I bought tickets one time a long time ago, and so I get emails all the time. Mm-hmm. They want me to buy more tickets, and they had some sale going on, and I paid eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars per seat. Wow. Yes, and. And then when we went, I was like, well, we'll just park, you know, we'll park there. Like, how much can they possibly charge for parking? Oh, no. <laughs> you just drove up and we're like, no, let's park here at, at the on-site parking. Mm-hmm. What do you think it costs to park on-site for a, a Portland Winterhawks game where near the best seat in the house is $18? $30. That was only 20 bucks. Oh, but, okay. But still more, more than, than 18 More than a ticket. Yes. So, but I was happy to pay it because it was convenient. Yeah. Um, No, it was fun. Um, The team. Okay. So. Did they win? First of all. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Tell me the story. The team is kids. They're like 16 to 19 years old. That's it? Yeah. Oh. These are kids straight up. And I'm looking. I'm close. Dylan was out there. I'm not playing. usually this close. Yeah, my child is old enough to play for this team. But I was cl- so close. I'm looking at them and I'm like, you guys are little kids. Mm-hmm. They're a little scrawny too. I'm like, you guys don't look like hockey players. <laughs> you don't look like you get much of a fight. They still got a growth spurt left in most of them. I bet they do. Yeah. Uh, and the first period, so there's three periods in hockey. It's weird. Not as weird as baseball where there's like nine. Or 15 sometimes. 15. I mean, if they Well, that's extra, but whatever. So, there's three periods. The first period, they did not look very good at all. Um, We came out of the first period and it was like two to one. We were losing. Oh, no. And the one that we got was on a power play, you know. When you get extra, you know, they're down a player. And our team was not looking good. And these these kids, I'm like, these kids look so scrawny. They're they're not playing well. This other team just looks much better. What am I doing here, Jack? Let's leave, Rebecca. <laughs> no, no. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and we were so close. Okay, here's the problem with being close. You can't leave. People people will notice. Half of the the I keep wanting to call it a court. What is it? Half of the ice, ice is like very far away and half of it's really close. So the first period they're playing, they're they're trying to score down far away from us. Mm-hmm. We were on the bad side. Yeah. We should have been on the other side. But the second period, 
they were trying to score right in front of us. And it's like super crystal clear. I could see everything really well. 4K? And that. What's the definition on that? I mean, life's definition. Two eyeballs. Two eye. Yeah. Um, That's when they scored like two or three goals. Wow. I I think at the end. The end, the score at the end of the game was five to two. They won. They won. Nice. But I think it was four to two. They pulled their goalie and we scored again. But you know, it doesn't count when you score when they pull their goalie. How do you? Why? What happens? How do you pull your goalie? So you you get six people to play, but one of them is a goalie. So you can not have a goalie and put in an extra person. So you can have six people. But then there's just they can just shoot the puck down there, and if it goes in, it goes in. Mm. All they got to do is. <laughs> so if they're losing, then they, they want to make a comeback. The maybe. last five minutes, maybe they start to think about it. You know, if you're just down, if you're down by one, you just play tight, right? Mm-hmm. You try and get that last one. But if you're down by two, at some point you're like, we got to do something. Or we're gonna lose. Okay. You know, desperate measures. But uh, it was very exciting. A lot of goal, like there were a lot of good moments. You yeah, know five that scores. The crowd erupts when the when they score. It's the best part. Gets exciting. You know, there's yeah. a there's a guy, a mascot dressed up like a, an actual winter hawk, banging on a giant bell with a stick. Every time they score. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. well, and other times too, just wandering around. You get your picture taken with them. I did not. Oh dang it. I'm sorry. Uh, what else uh, was exciting about that game for you? What do you mean? I don't know. No. Uh, I don't know, man. Is there anything else? And Did you get just, any cool nachos? Did you get any stadium food? I didn't get any stadium food. Nothing. I mean, it did not look amazing. I haven't been to the Memorial Coliseum since I was there for a graduation. All the Portland High School graduations are held there. Not mine. Why not yours? We were at the convention center. The convention center? Uh, We were at, uh, no, no, not the convention. What's the one down by PIR? The Delta Delta Park? No. You were at Lowe's? (laughs) Yeah, we were at Lowe's. Because all just got at Lowe's and, (laughs) I mean, you were in technical school. They're like, hey, let's build something. Graduation day. No, where's that? There's like a. You know, convention hall down there. I don't know what you're talking about, man. It doesn't matter. This is important, Dan. Where did you go 23 years ago for your uh, Where your high do school, I go? For your high school graduation. 23, 24 years ago? Wow, man, you're old. So old. That's really old. I remember Imagine. when my dad had like his 30th college. Imagine how old Andy feels. No, man, Andy's a young, young at heart. He's just a young gun with a quick fuse. A quick Those other drivers, ooh, quick fuse. Well, uh, wow, man. Anyway, he's not listening. He's asleep. Yeah, okay, good. Let's let's whisper into Andy's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he, he starts? He goes to sleep. He starts playing his podcast, and here we are. It's midnight at Andy's house. We're in his ears. Hey, Andy. Hey, Andy. Roll over, roll over. What's that from? I don't know, song. Okay. Hey, 
You know what time it is, Dan? I do. Now it's time for a little thing that we like to call Around Hey, Dan, what's happening? So I haven't really been doing anything around the house. What about you? Well, lucky for you, uh, I've been doing some things. Such as? Well, uh, speaking of hockey, well, now I can't bring it up because we don't talk about that. Another friend of mine is often at that Memorial Coliseum, and he came over to my house uh, on Saturday morning because he watches our dog and he's lives down the road and every month or two I invite him over. He watches our dog during the week, you know, when we're not at home, lets our dog out. So I'll make him some breakfast and then he can come chill out in the hot tub. All right. So I decided this time, usually I've been making just regular old breakfast food, eggs, bacon, hash browns, whatever. Made him a few like breakfast burrito type things. All right. I thought, ooh, I'm making, what I'm going to make is a German apple pancake, man. Oh, what uh, is this? Well, uh, my wife has made German apple pancakes in the past, so she got me into it. But I was like, I'm going to do it this time. I'm doing it, Dan. I'm doing it, Dan. And uh, so I pulled up this recipe for German apple pancakes and she always makes hers. This is the one where you make it in a cast iron pan. And it kind of like, it's a bunch of eggs, some flour. What do we got here? Got a bunch of eggs, some flour, some sugar, you know, pinch salt, cup of milk, some vanilla extract, all that stuff in a cast iron pan. But what you do first is you do all the sugar, butter. Okay. And uh, put that in the bottom of the pan. Yeah, that's then, how all good things start. Lot. Like, this recipe was two cups of sugar for this German apple. So I think like- An a, entire pound of butter. A cup. It was like a full cube of butter. Okay. Goes in. Like, so you do all this stuff in the pan. Then you put your apples in there. Mm-hmm. And then you let them kind of cook in there a little bit. And then you pour the the stuff on top of that. Put it in the oven. Oh, like the eggy flour? The eggy flour. So you cook all the apples and whatever and the sugar stuff. You put in that batter, put it straight in the oven, and just mere, I don't know, 35 minutes later, it puffs way up. Like it shoots up the sides of that cast iron pan. I was worried it was going to like overflow. Yeah. And dang, that thing was delicious. So So good. But my wife, when she made it, even though it was called a German apple pancake, she would always do the pancake part and then have the apples, sugary apples, cinnamony apples, off onto the side, mm. not as one big thing. So I feel like all these years I've had it wrong. And you did it right? And it, I did Just because right. you looked on the internet? Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. But, dude, delicious. Dude. I've added it to my repertoire. I doubled the, uh, it was a little undercooked in the middle. Is there an R at the end of repertoire? Repertoire. Repertoire. (laughs) 
repertoire. I do what I've, I've added repertoire to my repertoire. Uh, so I, what was I going to say? The French have no hold on our language. Stay you, down, France. You uh, distracted me. So I added this. This is a, a you undercooked it anyway. Oh, I under, I undercooked it. Yeah, because I doubled the recipe, but I didn't quite double the time. I was like, I'm gonna add some time, but not enough. But who cares? It's just the middle is a delicious, just a little wet egg, mushy deliciousness. I don't know. Okay, but check that out if you're if you're looking I'm for something. Make some now. German apple pancake. Pull it up. They're delicious. I, no, look. And then I did. you just and then you just slice it. Mm. In the pan, mm. and I don't know. No, 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 gets no, a no, slice. No, no. Also, oh, but you got to make uh, fresh whipped cream to put on top of that. Ooh, I did not have whipped cream. And then put cinnamon on there. You could do all those things. Mm, 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 mm. Also, I've I've uh, tried my hand at cabinet making. Cabinetry. I think I talked about it uh, last time. This behind me. There's going to be some cabinets here. Right now, I just have a plastic folding table with a bunch of random junk on top of it. Yeah, like the junkiest possible setup. The junkiest. And my plan is to have this cabinet, these two 30-inch wide cabinets with a butcher block top down here behind me. And my wife can stand at this cabinet with her sewing stuff and cutting out fabric. Because she's got like a rolly wheel for cutting stuff out. She doesn't pizza really, cutter. She doesn't really use scissors. It's a pizza cutter, but it's got a uh, rate like an exacto knife blade on it. Yep. Have you seen those? Yeah, they're fancy. And uh, so, or if she doesn't want to do that, then I'll have a nice cool spot, nice flat spot that I can you know put trash on, put junk on. That you know I plan on working like every other flat spot in this room. Like, when's the next time you're really going to play Super Mario Bros. Monopoly? Well, I got to get rid of some board games. I don't have... I got a bunch of board games. None of them are really great. But those board games will go in the cabinet and out, <laughs> and of, then you'll out never of sight, have out of mind. And I'll have, like, a cool little flat spot for, you know, doing things over here, whatever. And that's just... This is practice. For later on down the road, maybe if I get good at it, do all the cabinets in my kitchen. Okay. Uh, is did you get some special tool to make these cabinets with? So I got a pocket hole jig. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about that. Craig pocket hole jig. Man, that thing's awesome. I know you've had one for a while for making pocket hole jigs. I for uh, pocket holes. I do have one, and I used it when I made the shelving. In my garage, mm-hmm. uh, but like mine isn't professional looking. It's just two by fours. Yeah, but I used pocket holes to make it look super cool, and there's mm-hmm. like no visible screws anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I got this fanciest, the fanciest plywood I've ever paid for. It was ninety dollars a sheet. Ooh. I got two sheets of it. That's $180 of wood. Yeah, just wood. That's that's like plywood. But when you're making, so like yeah. one sheet will make two cabinets. Okay. And if you're buying cabinets, I mean, I assume they're $200 each for a finished cabinet. Just whatever without 
a top on it. Probably. I think I purchased one one time with a drawer. But I got to add all that extra stuff and like the doors and stuff at Home Depot. Or maybe more. Could be $300. I mean now, with inflation. Could be $400. Could be $600. But only cost me $50 each just for the basic box. Hmm. And I got to use my table saw. Had my wife out there uh, helping with uh, cutting these he- they're, they're three quarter inch thick plywood so it's like really heavy so I had her helping out and she uh, enjoyed herself very nice and I think I uh, might just start a cabinet business man I think you should it seems but then you won't be able to talk about it you just yeah well we'll talk about it now yeah it's, it's a side hustle it's not going to be a real business right just a side hustle cabinets I'm used to like woodworking that's not as precise but cabinets, you want it to be like that line, dead on, perfect. square, plumb, and true. Every all that stuff, you know, everything else I've done, like framing up stuff on a house, flush you can have a big gap, flush and bottom. square and plumb and true. There's yeah. a lot of things that you Every, need to make sure. But I successfully did it. There's a couple mistakes on this first one I made that I'm gonna fix on the rest of them. All right. This first one's going to be like the corner one. Yeah, it'd be fine. Like, don't look don't look too close at that one. But I had fun, and uh, yeah, man, cabinets. Like that bookcase that I have in my house with mm-hmm. where I routered out a one-inch groove to put my shelves in it mm-hmm. in the wrong spot. <laughs> and then you were like... I filled it back in with some, some filler wood. And only you notice it? Oh, no, everybody can notice it. Okay. But... Here we are 20 years later. Oh, well, you know, I made it. Would you make a better version of it today? Maybe. I think the thing is to always look back at your past things you've made and think they're not that great because you've gotten better. Mm-hmm. And you can do a better job, maybe. Measure twice. Measure twice, cut once. Cut once. I... I'm starting to take that to heart, man. Not cut twice, fill in the gap later and fix it. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I should, yeah. I cut some pocket holes on the wrong side of plywood, Mm. but there's nothing I can do about that. Too late now. Too late now. Well, Dan, it was uh, nice seeing you, and I'm glad you got to watch those Blazers, not Blazers. Winterhawks. Winterhawks. Win. Go Hawks. Winter Hawks. Right? They wonder Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see y'all next time. After work. (laughs) 